Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk about all news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, we're pleased to welcome a comic artist, E.J. Sue. Mr. Sue has the distinction of both starting and ending the IDW era of Transformers comics and providing the artwork for our exclusive cover for Skybound's upcoming Transformers number one. Today is Friday, September 22nd, 2023, and this is episode 356 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that stands on the shoulders of giants. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? The amazing and awesome producer and editor, Mike. Hey, we got a full house again today. And Daryl, the Cybertronian beast. Hey, how's it going? Let's talk Transformers. All right, and you may have noticed we have one other person with us today. We are very honored to have Mr. EJ Sue on Transmissions for the first time. He is the original artist who started the IDW era of Transformers comics and brought a level of modernism and realism to the designs of Transformers for the first few years of IDW Transformers comics. He also ended the series with a last bot standing, the, the last kind of spiritual end of the idw transformers comics uh series and uh that was awesome artwork awesome to see him coming back for that series as well so ej thank you so much for joining us well thank you everybody um i'm, I'm happy to be here yeah it's it's great to, to have you on and we and we wanted to to jump right in and and get to get to hear from you a little bit about your background and how you got into comics and and everything you worked on so just let's just start off and tell us how you how you got your start in comics um ever since i can remember i love comic book uh i i was born in taiwan uh i was huge influenced by japanese comic and animation uh especially uh stuff like uh microman which where Transformer were coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I moved to, uh, when I moved to US, I, you know, I, I always wanted to draw a comic book, but my style was, you know, I, I'm very heavily influenced by Asian style, like Japanese manga and Japanese anime style. Um, there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me back then, you know, but uh, to, around year 2000, it was a time where uh, it was the uh, comic book message board was very popular at the time. So I joined a few of them. One of them was Pencil Jack, and I made a few people that, you know, we have synergy and we, we love creating comic together. So we ca- kind of put, put in our own money and, and, and produce a, uh, a anthology to put out. Uh, that kind of got a few people noticed. Uh, um, and then we met Robert Kerman. He published our book. Um, you know, back then Robert Kerman wasn't Robert Kerman at the time. <laughs> and he was still producing, um, Battle Pope. I'm, I'm sure some of you might know about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, since we have a little bit of experience under our wing, uh, we were actually trying to get the uh, license for Transformer at the time. It was before the Dreamwave era. Right. Um, uh, we, we were working with a studio called MV Creations, started by uh, a friend of ours, also also on Pencil Jack. Uh, his name is Val Staples. Uh, he used to color a lot of stuff for DC, Marvel, and... Uh, 
uh, CrossGen, uh, you know, all these big studios. And uh, they, we were one of the front runner for the license back then. Robert Kerman was attached to, uh, to, to write a comic book, Transformer comic. And, uh, you know, I was attached to doing the artwork. But eventually it went to Dreamwave. And, uh, Robert Kerman and I talk about, you know, not wasting the idea that he, he has for Transformer comics. So we came up with the idea called Take Jacket and Pitch It to Image. So, you know, that was kind of my first big break for the, in the comic book industry. Very cool. Yeah, and and I know Tech Jacket was also uh, a te- like it was in the the Invincible universe. That's is that right? Right. It was actually came out before Invincible. Oh, but okay. it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't as popular as Invincible. I mean, Invincible was you know just it just takes took off and and you know along with Robert Kerman and and the creative team they. You know, they all get rich and famous right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so that it sounds like uh, since you were uh, since you were big into into manga and, and everything, and uh, when you were younger, were you exposed to like the the Japanese Transformers uh, uh, show, like TV shows and manga uh, when you were when you were living in Taiwan? No, not really. Not at the time. I was really into Microman. I didn't okay. even know about Transformers, oh, but okay. I, but I'm very aware of the toy line called Diaclone. That's right. where the Transformer originated from. Right. Um, when I wasn't aware of Transformer in Taiwan, but when I moved to US, I saw the cartoon Transformer on TV. I'm like, wait a minute. That looks very familiar. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I hooked on it right away. I mean, a robot that turned into our everyday life project objects. It's mm-hmm. it's just awesome. You know, it's it's great. I loved it. When you saw the toys, were you like, wait, I, I have the same toy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait a minute, I know these. I, I know these things. I it, it's not the same thing, but I guess Somehow they're related. Uh, I mean, I didn't know the ins and out of business back in the day, but you know, I I know they are related. Mm-hmm. Well, so, since you um, when you uh, unfortunately were not able to get the uh, the comics license at the time that Dreamwave got it, uh, did you did you uh, take a look at what the stuff that Dreamwave put out, or did you go back and look at any of the Marvel uh, Transformers comics, or were you kind of um, like? Uh... I did look at the Marvel comics. I mean, okay. I I did also look at the Dreamwave stuff because I'm I generally love big giant robots. Mm-hmm. So you know that's also one of the things that I'm into. So I'm I've I've definitely you know look into whatever that's out there. Right. So uh, let's uh, let's fast forward a little bit. Um, like once uh, uh, you uh, got uh, hooked up with uh, with IDW. So how did how did that come about? That you were in on the on the ground floor with the IDW. Once you know, once of course we we all know what happened with Dreamwave and the the company kind of uh, collapsed, and then IDW uh, picked up the Transformers license uh, after that. So how did how did you get involved with that? Um, during the Dreamwave days, um, I worked with Devil Stew on a, uh, uh, G.I. Joe versus Transformer comics. Mm-hmm. I, and also since we, we, uh, work with a lot of Hasbro people before, uh, when we were trying to get the license. So we know some of the Hasbro people and they, they, I guess they felt bad about not giving us the license. So he sent some of the, you know, internal work to us. And I, I was one of the guys that worked with, worked with 
Hasbro on some of the encyclopedia encyclopedia stuff, you know, toy. Um, I guess they use it for for uh, marketing promotion, no type of you know artworks. So I guess IDW must have seen some of the stuff that I've done, and just you know, before they even announce they have the license, they email me, uh, Chris Ryle. Uh, the editor at the time, he he emailed me, asked me if I want to do a Transformer comics. I was like, "Whoa, come on! <laughs> of course, I definitely want to jump on that." You know, so yeah, I, I mean that's you know the rest is history. Yeah. Oh, that that's that's uh, that's amazing. I guess one question I would have is, and uh, I guess. Uh, how aware were you of um of Simon Furman when you started working with him like did you know how like his his long history with Transformers comics in the past when you started working with him well i kind of aware of it i haven't read all, i haven't read all the uh, marvel stuff back from you know from the old days mm-hmm. but i kind of aware of it i didn't read too too much of the uh uh, Dreamwave stuff, but uh, yeah. you know, I kind of aware of what Simon has done. I haven't read everything, but you know, I I oh, I'm very aware of Simon's legacy and everything. Mm-hmm. So, what was it like? How did how did the process work with the uh, with you working with him? Was it was it more that he like the scripts would like come to you full fully formed, or did you have like some back and forth with him? I know I know in the early two thousands. We weren't quite as connected as we are now. I, I imagine it was kind of just emails back and forth, uh, you know, talking about things. Uh, since uh, since he's in the UK and you were in uh, in California. Mm-hmm. Well, I pretty much because I don't want to put too much my own input into the story. Um, I think he he has to. I want to allow the writer to have their own vision. And I'm just providing that vision. I'm kind of, I I'm kind of like the presenter for the vision. So, you know, I don't make a lot of comment on how story is gonna go. Uh, the only time that I really make any change to the story, well, it's not actually story. Is is when sometimes I want to break down panels more or combine panels so it will flow the story a little better Mm -hmm. i mean simon is very open to that he's very you know he's he allowed me to do a lot of my creative stuff um you know a lot of visual stuff idea that i have uh idw and simon they are all very supportive of of what i'm trying to put out there uh, as a creative individual. Very cool. So uh, one thing, like uh, one thing that I was immediately struck by when, uh, when reading the, the first uh, infiltration comics and having the, basically all the, the new, the, the auto, like the Autobots and Decepticons we had all grown up with and, and been familiar with, they had all gotten significant, uh, redesigns, uh, you know, for like kind of, like I, I said in the intro, big, bringing it up to the modern era, because this was, of course, twenty years after uh, you know Transformers G one in the in the mid eighties. Um, so, what was your process in kind of redesigning all these characters? And, and uh, you know, and and you really, I mean, the one thing that I that was really impressive was how looking on the page you could see that the. Uh, the way that these characters could shift from from robot mode to the vehicle mode, like it didn't look like there was any cheating going on in terms of, uh, you know how the how their designs were were constructed. So, how did you how did you go about uh, that process? Well, one thing that's important to me is that um, uh, the ro- the vehicle to robot they have to retain the same shape. Um, it's important to me that that you can actually take that that design and make a model or make a toy out of it. 
I mean, that's my focus point because because I come from an industrial design background, and I have a little bit of mechanical design background as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything that I'm doing, I mean, it's not hundred percent accurate. I I understand that, but um, I want to be at least eighty to ninety percent accurate that you can actually trans transfer that design into a real life object. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, questionable mechanic going on in the background, but, you know, if I'm going to hide a, a piece of uh, robot arm in the car, I have to make sure they actually have that space to, to hide that pr- project. I mean, the, uh, the object. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the, um, uh, ratchet, when, when the human character got inside the van, you can actually see the leg and, and, and arm inside of, inside of the van. So, you know, that's one, those things I want to make sure they actually works. Um, I usually just, uh, draw out a actual, actual car and, you know, in the, in the, I just cut them up into pieces and make sure, make sure all the pieces, they are in the right proportion and, and right shape. Uh, it's one of the, those things that's important to me to, to present it like real life, real life robot and real life cars. Yeah. I'm sure the designers at Hasbro were really, uh, really happy that you were able to do that for them. It probably saved them an awful lot of work. <laughs> I hope they, I wish they, they would do some uh, toys from the, you know, infiltration designs, but you know, it wasn't meant to be. Well, I mean, they they started doing some, like they have Tarn from, you know, the later IDW stuff. You know, there, there's always a chance with this legacy line. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I, I realize I, I see some of the, these, the stuff, the mechanical design stuff that I, that I did for the comics actually made it into some of the toys. Like, uh, like Optimus Prime, I, you know, I, I always try to think of how they carry their weapon. So I have Optimus Prime's cannon store, store behind, uh, behind him in the mm-hmm. backpack and it was folded up and you know when he needed it, it would eject it out and unfold into the cannon so i see i see one of the toy line actually have that design into their toy so i'm like oh come on come on they put that in the <laughs> give me some credit man yeah <laughs> some- they put that in the masterpiece yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm curious. Uh, uh, how did you? Um, how did your uh, like your career go from uh, your you know your background in industrial design, mechanical design? Was were were comics kind of a, a side gig for you while while you did a day a regular day job, or have you continued? Like, uh, was did you take it? Did you take time off and just focus completely on comics, or how did how did that uh, how did that balance work? Well. I think everything that I do, I have a, a lot of interests, like mechanical design, robotic design, and uh, uh, you know, industrial design. All of that is more like a psychic for me. Oh, to okay. me, to me, I I always want whatever I do in my journey. Uh, I always want to end it up doing comic books. So, okay. you know, opportunity of comic book coming, coming my way, you know, I'm going to jump on it, jump on that right away. Um, like, uh, I think when I was doing, what was it? Devastation. Mm-hmm. I had my first child. So, so I didn't have time to do comic books. And then, and then two years later, I have, 
I have a pair of twins. So I have three child to take care of. I couldn't do comic at all. So I, I had to get a job full-time doing industrial design. And, and I took seven years off from doing comics and doing just strictly industrial design. I mean, I, I did some, a little bit of, of cover stuff here and there, but otherwise it, it's just completely industrial design. Yeah. Well, you were outnumbered at home at that point. So. (laughs) (laughs) It was noticeable when you weren't there. We, you know, as being, as being a comic book buyer at the time, I, I, I remember noticing, I'm like, where, where is, where is that artist, that EJ Sue, where is he? You know? So it was noticeable when you weren't around. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just I mean, having a child is just impossible to keep up a deadline like that. Yeah. yeah. Completely. Uh, yeah, completely. I understand. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, so was that was that kind of the main reason that uh, that you shifted away from from Transformers comics? It was just that uh, your you know life life stuff happened and uh, and you just you weren't able to to fit it in and then. I guess a few like a few years later, you were able to to have a little bit more time to come back. Yeah, pretty much. Um, um, I'm trying at the time. I'm I'm trying to take care of the family, mm-hmm. and quite frankly, having a big family at the time, um, in comic wasn't paying a whole lot. Right. Yeah, you know, I just can't afford. I just can't afford to to do comic, and not to mention I can't do do comic all the time. You know, it 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 just pay a lot better to do industrial design and and other design projects. Yeah. Um. So I had to take care of the family first. Um. But uh, my love for the comics just always. You know, I, I just, just not doing comedy. I just feel like I'm I'm like a fish out of water. So I'm always looking for opportunity to come come back to comics. And uh, and uh, when the company that I work for, they their business start going downhill. So I decided I should leave that business and pursue what my dream is. Um, is try to, you know, I mean, uh, our life are short. I mean, mm-hmm. I have to do what I love to do. You know, luckily, I still have a little bit of friends in, in comic book industry, and um, I was allowed to come back with more projects. No, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, we are always, uh, you know, really, uh, we wish that uh, that comics like work in comics was uh was compensated at the level that it that it really deserves to be i mean it, it seems like these days uh you know everything coming out of hollywood is derived from comics and you know the people who originated those ideas i think are not getting the recognition or the the compensation that they deserve so uh and it, yeah i mean i I think unfortunately the you have you have to have the passion because you're not going to get the, you're not going to get the compensation but uh, we appreciate the line in the credits. <laughs> yeah. I mean drawing comics is very time consuming. It's it's yeah. hard it's hard to do anything else besides yeah. comic if you're like 100% into comics. Um so it's a it's a tough business. Yeah. So um you so when you uh when you wrapped up uh, kind of working on IDW in the early days like infiltration escalation devastation uh revelation uh you had a you had a little bit of a hiatus for a few years and then uh how did you uh how did you come back with um with last spot standing did did Nick Roche reach out to you for that or or who was how did that uh, how did that process work it was IDW that reached out to me 
okay. From what, what I'm hearing is that they have been working on the conclusion of tr- Transformer for a while with Nick Roach. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess they felt that it's it's bittersweet to have me back on the I mean the final final um, what you call it final mini series or whatever yeah <laughs> conclusion I guess yeah yeah so uh, how and what was the process with the, with working with I know you know Nick Roche is a he's a also an artist like you, but that he was doing writing duties here. So was it, did you find it easier to work with him as someone who was already uh, had the artist background? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Sometimes when you're reading a script, it doesn't always translate to on paper correctly. Um, You know, you have to go through a lot of uh, uh, dialogue with the writer to figure out if, if this is what you're looking for, it, if if this is your vision, but with Nick Roach, the difference is, if I ask him, okay, what's going on with this page, he would give me a layout, a quick layout, of what's going on. Okay. So you know, it it takes it takes the guessing work out of everything. I mean, I still have a lot of. Uh, um, uh, freedom on doing a lot of creative stuff. Uh, Nick did all the design himself, but uh, I get to put a lot of a lot of my personal pop culture references into the comic book. That's kind of my thing, like like the thing that I want to, you know, present as a last. Uh, the final chapter of a Transformer comic book. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was so much easier working with someone already have visually um, experienced with comic book. It it's it's makes things a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so did, um, did, did he uh, come up uh, with that like stagecoach Rodimus design or? Did, like, did you have input into that? Oh yeah, that that that's all the robot design is all him. Okay. Yeah, he wants to do that, so you know it. It I respect that. It. I mean, he has his own vision. I'm just trying to de- deliver that vision to the audience. Okay. What were um what were some of the other uh like you mentioned Tech Jacket that you worked on before Transformers? What were some of the other uh projects that you've worked on either before, during or after uh Transformers? Was there any anything that stands out for you uh as a you know high points of your work? Um I would say um I also work on the uh Voltron comics. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and that kind of leads to I get to design a 2011 cartoon uh, robot design. On, oh, uh, the, the, the Netflix series? Not the Netflix series. Was this? Um, the, it was a. It was. Not... Uh, oh, what was it called? Voltron um, Force. I think it was called Voltron Force. <sighs> I that was the know. one where any any lion could be like the headpiece. Uh no, that wasn't it. Yeah. I did do a concept on that too though. <laughs> um I can't remember the name of the series. I it might be legendary. Wait, wait, that's Netflix, but, right? Yeah. Uh, it was before that. It was 2011. It was mm-hmm. produced by Kickstar Entertainment. Um, okay. Yeah, I get to design. Uh, uh, I get to design the robot, and uh, even I, you know, I I also try to do the same thing that I'm trying to do with Transformer. Is that I modernize the um, uh, the Voltron lions, you know. Mm-hmm. St- 
given each lion a different personality. Like, like the green lion looks a little more youthful. Uh, the red lion has like like fiery decoration, and uh, and the black lion has has you know now he has a man, like lion man. Oh, so, okay. Um, you know, I enjoy doing that, but unfortunately, the design that I did, um, I guess Mattel didn't like how expensive toy would ended up. <laughs> okay. So they kind of took the design and slim streamlined it into a, a more slicker. My design are more industrialized. And um, you know they they want they they want to be able to produce toys that are easier to manufacture and cheaper to manufacture. Right. So you know they took my design and they streamlined it. You know using some of my ideas, and you know came back to me with the lines for me to finish up the you know the uh, Voltron assembled design. The robot final design. Uh, I still get credit for it, you know, but I'm not hundred percent proud of it because it's not exactly my design. I mean, I'm I'm still proud of the design that I did. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the highlight that I, you know, I guess it's my in my career. Okay. I just did a quick check on the on the the Voltron one you're talking about. Uh, in '05, Kickstart partnered with a World Event, which did Voltron Force, but they use all the designs from Voltron Force or from the stuff you worked on in Voltron Force six years later. So, okay, for for those viewers who are <laughs> who are interested, <laughs> I need to go and dig up some of my old Devils Do Voltron books I have. Um, in boxes. I'm I'm sure I, I read through most of those. I just at the time I wasn't paying as attention to the creative team behind the books as I, I am now. So I'm sure okay. I have some of those. Yeah, I can't. Re I can't read my own books. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of time I'm happy with what I put out. Um, on that day, but. You know, once I sent it out, the next day I hated it. You know, it's it just, you know, I see so many stuff that I can do differently. You know, you know it, it, yeah. it, it <laughs> I don't know what to say. I just, I never read my own stuff. Yeah. It's, it's the curse of being an artist. You always, you yeah. always see the flaws in your own work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, make us improve right you know yeah exactly what about non-transformers stuff you get a lot of work in non-transformers uh uh books um right now i'm doing a lot of stuff for marvel um i have a a series in their infinity comic called Te test kitchen that's about a an asian chef um she works for she works for tony stock and um you know every issue they would have some superhero coming in and she would okay. try to fix fix um you know fix some kind of dish hmm. for that particular issue and what's different what's uh, what's unique about this series is that at the end of the end of the uh, episode, we will have actual actual recipe that you can follow and and make your own dish from that particular episode. Wow. That's cool. Hmm. Yeah, and then and then I also doing a lot of um, uh, cover for Marvel right now. Oh, okay. speaking of highlight. Ultraman. That oh, was my highlight. Yeah. Yeah. 
that was actually how I started working with Marvel too. Is that I, I used to, I used to talk to CP Sapolsky before he went to Marvel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was, he has his, he has his own studio at the time. It's called, uh, I think it's called Central Park Media. So, you know, I, 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 I talked to him about, you know, if, you know, trying to, you know, work together on some stuff. But, you know, at the time he said, he said he's going to work for Marvel. So, you know, I figured, hey, maybe, maybe I can get some project with you. But, you know, he just went into the company. He didn't want to, he didn't want to overstep anybody at the time. So, I think that was that was a long time ago. I, I can't remember how many years ago. I can't remember if it was before Transformer. I think it was. So, you know, I, I always hate to, you know, ask for favor. So I never reach out to him after that. Uh, but when I... IDW actually tried to get the... Ultraman license before Marvel, mm-hmm. but Tsubuya uh, Ultraman asked for a lot of money upfront for the license, so IDW couldn't do it. So when I heard when I heard Marvel got the license, you know I you know I just gotta reach out to CP Sabowski because it was <laughs> one of those things that that. You know, I grew up with. It, yeah. It, you know, I gotta do something with it. You know, I, I hopefully I can you know get on a project with them, doing some official Ultraman stuff. So, you know, I email CP Sapolsky. You know, just reaching out. You know, reconnect. I didn't. I just kind of casually mentioned that. You know, I'm a big fan of Ultraman. I love Ultraman. You know, <laughs> I wasn't trying to get him to get me a job, but he surprised me by by telling um, Tom Tom Bravo, who's the editor for Ultraman, and he just reached out and and asked me if I want to do a cover, and that was my first first project was. Marvels and and you know I still have the original artwork. It uh, it's just one of those things that that kind of I guess highlight of you know one of my bucket list. It, yeah, it, it's one of those things that I uh, I I would say dream come true. Mm-hmm. It's. It's 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 thrilling to be able to do an Ultraman, um, you know, official project. It, I just loved it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's awesome because it's it sounds like that's uh, that would be something that like like us for you know we're big Transformers fans, so us getting to getting to work on on a Transformers uh, property would be a similar uh, would be a similar feeling. Right, so that's awesome. So I've been, um, lo- I've been locating all of these covers that you're talking about and sending them to Jeremy, and I don't know what he's doing over there, but he's not putting them up on the screen. Uh, where are you sending them? <laughs> Discord. Well, okay, I wasn't looking at Discord. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I've, I've got your altar, man. I found the test kitchen. And I found a couple other uh, stuff that uh, you got there, so we can show everyone who's watching the video right now that uh, of the stuff that you've been doing. Yeah, cool. One second. Your 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 Transformers work is is legendary, and everyone knows that. Uh, many oh, people may not uh, may not know your uh, your other work uh, when out, outside of uh, Transformers. So it'd be nice to to show off a few pieces here. Thank you. Appreciate that. Getting these up. Mm-hmm. You know, and earlier you mentioned uh, that uh, you don't have many friends left in uh, in comic books, or you have very few friends left in Transformers. But your friends that you do have, C.B. Sabalski, editor in chief <laughs> of Marvel, and Robert Kirkman, 
uh, you're naming some, <laughs> you've got some pretty high profile friends here. So uh, uh, I, you're, you're doing pretty well, I think. There's, yeah, the, uh, yeah. there's the Ultraman. Yeah. It's one of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, thanks to these friends in high places. <laughs> um, you know, when I knew them, when I first met them, they weren't who they were mm -hmm. right now, you know, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I mean, it's great that they, you know, they remembered you and they're happy to to help you and, you know, yeah, give you work. And, you know, it's just, you know, a lot of times we we are harder on ourselves and don't see ourselves the way other people do. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I'm really, you know, I can't thank them enough. And it, it just, it just, it's just great that that they gave me these opportunity to, you know, to pursue my dreams. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got, we got a, a a spider armor cover cover on there right now, reminiscent of the old. If you know it, it's the amazing our web of Spider Man one hundred. Yeah, that's that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a homage cover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that funnily enough, first comic book I ever bought was uh, Web of Spider Man number one hundred. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> as a as a kid, it's uh, yeah, I uh, it's got me into this thing, and I've got uh, you can see it behind me maybe, but I got like I got over ten thousand comics now, so I'm uh, mm -hmm. it uh, it started me on a on a hell of a journey. Wow, that's cool. Avengers Mech Strike uh, yeah. variant cover. series where they also had um, Keizama do some. Keizama was doing the interiors, yeah. 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 I mean, you have a series yeah. like Mech Strike, you need to get some transformers. Oh, you got to get some Mech Strike. Know how to drive, yeah. <laughs> draw giant robots. Yeah. Cool. Well, speaking of covers, uh, you did a cover for us. And, and yeah. I, so we are, we were, I mean, when, so, you know, the, for, for those who don't know the process with image, like we, uh, you know, we were, we connected with skybound and image and we wanted to, um, to sponsor a, an ex a retailer exclusive cover for the, the new transformers comic that skybound is doing. And, uh, so they don't let you, um, you know, they don't, they basically commission all the art ahead of time. So you basically have a, a list of, of images and artists to pick from. And so we have to, you know, and, and we just need to pick from that list and, and see what's there. And when we saw, like, we looked through the, the list and we saw your name come up because it was, it was unique because you were the only IDW artist, uh, you know, Transformers artist that had, that had an exclusive cover here. So we immediately said, we want, we want him on there. We, you know, we, we finally remembered your work on IDW. So we wanted, <laughs> and we wanted that connection back to the the previous era of transformers comics and that's why we we picked you um yeah so i mean it was it was great to, to that we were and we were we were fortunate and able to to be able to uh, to get your your image for our cover um wow. yeah so i i was curious like what was the process for you in terms of creating this cover like did did uh, skybound or image give you any direction or did they just say give us a transformers cover whatever whatever you want to do and then uh, and and this was uh your result i guess i i, I was curious like if, if starscream was maybe a favorite character of yours and and that's why you picked picked that uh, that image or what or what how you created this image um well they when they asked me to create a cover they sent me the first 10 pages of the first issue, okay, uh, and also send me a few covers that that I already been done. Um, so you know, Star Screen was you know featured prominently in the first issue, so that's why I picked Star Screen, and I haven't drawn a lot of Star Screen uh, in the past, cover wise. Mm -hmm. So I figure, you know, I, I want to do Starscreen. So I send them 
a few sketches, I think three or four different sketches. Um, you know, this is the one they picked. Cool. Yeah, I, I always remember your um your cla- the the classic image I remember of, of you drawing Starscream and Infiltration was uh Megatron blowing a hole in in, in him in the in the last issue of Infiltration. That was uh, that was a uh, you know a great uh, iconic image for Starscream. And th- and also that redesign for Starscream and the other uh, the seekers in the in Infiltration. That was uh, that was really cool. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, and that's uh, um, we're we're hopeful that uh, you know the people are are checking that out. And I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not speculating on the future or anything. But uh, you know, tra- if Transformers comics have legs with Skybound, I, I hope that there's there's some opportunity to have you come back and and do some more artwork for this new series that's starting up. I mean, I know Daniel Warren Johnson is. Is starting the series, but uh, I mean, if Transformers goes on for on and on for a w- long while, there's lots of opportunities for other artists to to get in. So, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, that they'll give you and maybe other you know previous IDW artists a chance to take take a take a crack at it. Yeah, there are a lot of great Transformer artists out there. Um, I mean, we already know that from what IDW has shown us. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just lucky that I have that I have the inside track with Robert Kerman <laughs> to uh, to get a cover first. I'm pretty sure some of the other uh, popular artists will make their way into Skybound eventually. Yeah, so oh, that'd be great. So yeah. were you, um, did they reach out to you specifically because of your work with Robert Kirkman? I'm sorry? Uh, did did Skybound reach out to you specifically because you had worked with Robert Kirkman? And okay. You... Um, I'm actually been working with Skybound. I mean, besides Tech Jacket, Tech Jacket, Tech Jacket right now is under Skybound label. But uh, besides Tech Jacket, uh, I've been working with Skybound on a original graphic novel for for a while, so it's not it's unannounced. I hope I can announce it soon because I've been working on it for like two three years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm working on the second volume toward the end of the second volume already. So I don't, I still don't know the publishing schedule yet. But um, but anyway. I've been working with Skybound for a while. Uh, you know, last year when we keep hearing about the rumor of Skybound getting the license, I kind of sent Robert Kerman an email asking him, okay, you don't have to tell me, but <laughs> if, if, if you got the license eventually, I would love to work on something. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean that was it. It the same, the same editor that's that's working with me on the original graphic novel is also the same editor that works on the Hasbro stuff. So, okay. you know, so they reach out to me. Hey, you want to do a cover? I didn't know what cover at the time. And I didn't know who the artist was. So then when they send me the the detail, I'm like, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Dan- Daniel Warren Johnson. So I'm like, oh man, this is going to blow up. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to do a cover on this. So, you know, that was it. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and then it does look like I think the the latest uh, pre order numbers for Transformers number one are past uh, one hundred fifty thousand. Like they're they're beating oh, yeah. the the Dreamwave numbers from twenty five years ago. Yeah, so uh, that's it's pretty impressive. <laughs> yep. So, um, 
Is there any? Uh, I mean, you, you mentioned. I guess unfortunately, we can't we can't talk about your your graphic novel. I mean, we will we will definitely uh, uh, whenever it gets announced, we'll we'll make sure to to hype it up a little bit uh, when we no, when thank we're, you when we're able to. Uh, but is there anything else that uh, you know that you you have going on that you you'd like to promote or or like to point people's attention to? Um. Well, I'm also working on concept design with. Um, uh, as Asus Rogue ROG label. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if any any of you are gamers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, if you're gamers and if you're familiar with ROG, you probably you probably know they have a promotional uh, cyberpunk. Uh, what you call it, a cyberpunk universe called Saga. So I'm designing a lot of mechanical products in that in that universe. Oh, um, okay. I can't exactly tell you what it is yet. I think if you look into some of the latest video that they put out, some of the product, some of the stuff that I design is already out there. And they haven't promoted heavily, but this is something um, to do with a lot of um, mechanical design that they can't find people to do, and they found me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's one of the big projects I, I I'm really hyped up about. Um, it's you know, it's it's just right up my alley. It's it's mechanical it's it's um I, well i can't say much more <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cool well i wonder that they probably they, they probably don't uh, did they send you a rogue al- a rogue ally uh <laughs> well they did send me their uh one of those gaming computer for 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 me to do the uh, graphic artwork Oh, so okay, that's cool. And um, they sent it to me by surprise too. I, I mean, they told me they're gonna send me a Christmas car, and I pick up a big package. <laughs> <laughs> nice and uh, yeah, they, they yeah, very very generous of them. It's it's yeah. one of those it's one of those two thousand three thousand dollars computer. Wow. So it's it's yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, and then of course you've you've got the the latest specs computer, so you can any any game you want to play, yeah, it's out. You've got you've got the top of the top of the end specs for it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep cool. your kids away from it because they'd be old enough to play <laughs> games on it now, eh? Yeah, they got their Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, we also know you are you have a TFCon appearance coming up early next year. You're going you're going to be at at TFCon LA, right? So, uh... well, I'm planning to. Um, okay. I've been go- I've been going for the last two years. Okay. Um, so, you know, I I liked it because I don't have to travel too much, and you know, traveling is is you. It's always a hustle for me. Like I don't want to be away from my family too much. Yeah. And uh, and uh, you know stuff that I, that I have to ship and mm. and find the uh, uh, hotel room and all that kind of stuff is is difficult. You know, unless it's it's already been paid for, and it, I don't want to go through that kind of hustle. So, I mean, TFCon in LA is it's just perfect for me. I can just drive out there every day, and uh, you know, you know, take my boxes of stuff there, so I don't, I won't forget anything, you know. Right. So it it's perfect. So I'm trying to go every year, and I met a lot of good people there. I I don't go to con too often before, but you know, I'm trying to go to as as many of them as possible at least locally yeah yeah 
Do you Great. um do you have a commission list that you open up uh before the you know to do commissions for people? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um I could send it to you or Okay, and just w- when you're ready to to open that up for people, we'll be happy to share it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we're we're getting close to the end for the the interview. But uh, before we before we wrap things up, we do a little uh, we do a little kind of surprise game with our guests. Uh, every time we the first time we have them on, uh, we do a little thing uh, called rapid fire questions. So these oh are uh, <laughs> it's nothing it's nothing bad it's nothing uh, you know don't get it's scared. Very <laughs> Now it's a very dated game at this point. <laughs> we've we've updated it a little bit, so. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, these are just these are just like quick questions, either or, yes, no questions. We'll just go through them real quick, and and it's kind of like there. Uh, some of them are transformers related, some of them are not transformers related. Okay. And, uh, we just want to get your get a get a little bit of a, a a you know kind of a full picture of uh, of who EJ Sue is so uh. okay hopefully it doesn't <laughs> get me in trouble <laughs> <laughs> i i think i think these are all pretty tame it will be okay okay, we'll, we'll... okay. <laughs> first first question uh very very easy to start off autobot or decepticon autobots all right and and who is your favorite autobot Swoop, swoop. Okay, Dinobot yeah. swoop. Oh, yeah, cool. nice. Do you do you need a, a reason? <laughs> no, if you, okay, if we don't have to. But if you want, if you want to, <laughs> okay, just just because it's it's dinosaur. Yeah, and uh, pterodactyl is my favorite. Well, they are not dinosaur, but favorite pre- prehistoric animal. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's neat. I mean, you don't need more of a reason than it's, it's a dinosaur or it's a, <laughs> yeah, a robot dinosaur or prehistoric animal. It's just, they're just awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Transformers live action movie. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, Bumblebee or Rise of the Beasts? Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Okay. okay. Well, it's a toss-up between Bumblebee and the first one. Okay. It always is. <laughs> yeah, because the first one was magic. You know, yeah. it's yeah. it's magic. It's not perfect, but it's, it's magic. Yeah. All right. Uh, Transformers comics, we, we, we don't let you pick your own comic, but uh, maybe you could give us your opinion. Uh, More Than Meets the Eye slash Lost Light, Robots in Disguise slash Optimus Prime, uh, Till All Are One, or the uh, the IDW reboot from 2019. Wait, 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 wait. Can we go through that again? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, um, the More Than Meets the Eye comic, uh, Robots in Disguise comic, the Till All Are One comic, and the uh, the Transformers 2019 reboot where they had a completely new universe. Um, more than meets the eyes. Okay. And uh, third party toys, yes or no? Probably no. Okay. Uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Chicken or steak? Steak. Pepsi or Coke? Hmm. That's a tough one because I don't drink color sodas. Oh, okay. Well, then you're you're whatever one you would you can you can make a substitution. Sprite All right, seven up. Oh, uh, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Burger King or McDonald's or any other maybe In and Out Burger since you're in California. <laughs> okay. Uh, in and Out. Okay. Um, history or science? Science. All right. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo Switch? E. 
I'm gonna say Xbox. Okay. Uh, PC or Mac? PC. Which I think I think we established. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, iPhone or Android? Android. And is there a is there a favorite app that you can't live without on your phone? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Um, I can't think of anything. I mean, no. everything has its replacement. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't affiliate to particular apps. Okay, That's probably a... good. You're not as addicted <laughs> yeah. as we are. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Marvel or DC or Image, maybe. <laughs> um, hmm. That's also a tough one. Probably Marvel. Okay. And do you have a favorite Marvel character? Hulk. Hulk. Okay. Uh, uh, Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pixar or DreamWorks? Pixar. And uh, is there a guilty pleasure movie that uh, you'll always watch whenever it's on? So like a a movie that maybe is not the the best movie, but something that you you love to watch over and over again? Hmm. Probably any of the Godzilla movies. Okay. Yeah. The classic ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Okay. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love them both. They, okay. have, they, have, they both have their own plus and minus. Yeah. Uh, I like the science behind Star Trek. But I like the action behind Star Wars. Yeah, it, it's tough to choose. I, I honestly, I honestly cannot choose between the two. Cool. Uh, Simpsons, Family Guy, or Rick and Morty? Simpsons. All right. Uh, well, th- this one is probably. <laughs> yeah, I should probably. Sk- well, uh, we had we had this one is probably this is the one that's probably out of date, Daryl. <laughs> well, just w- with yeah. his with his yeah, and like yeah, with your you have an allegiance. You have yeah. a, you have an allegiance to one of the answers. Yeah, <laughs> wa- Walking Dead or Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, sports: NFL, MLB, NHL. UFC, NBA, or Premier League? Uh, NBA. NBA, okay. Uh, Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini, or Volkswagen Beetle? Uh, Lamborghini. Okay. And uh, last question. Blonde, brunette, or redhead? (laughs) Brunette. All right. That's it. So no, nothing, nothing too bad. You, you okay. made it through the gauntlet. <laughs> you see, I'm sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, I, I think uh, that's uh, that's it for all our questions. We want to thank you so much for uh, for joining us on Transmissions Alt Mode. Uh, is there any uh, like? Do you want to point anyone? everyone to your social media or website or anything uh, where they can find you online? Uh, yeah. Um, most of my social media, whatever that I'm, that I have an account to is, is at EJSU 28. So, you know, if you look up EJSU 28 on any social media, whatever I have account to, uh, that's my handle. Okay, great. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram. Um, what else? Uh, X, uh, Twitter. Threads, uh, Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. You know, 
you name it, Facebook. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm 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 very anti-social, but I have tons of social media. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I just googled and uh, you did an amazing Batman for Batman Day this year, just on Twitter here. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, yeah, thank you again, EJ Sue, for, for coming on Transmissions. And thank you uh, for doing the awesome uh, cover art for our exclusive Transformers number one cover. Uh, everyone can pick that up at our website, transmissionspodcast.com slash comic. And, uh, you know, we are very, uh, you know, we we are honored that uh, we're able to, to have your artwork uh, be on our cover. So we really appreciate that. Well, thank you for picking my cover. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome. Thank you. And uh, everyone else, uh, you know, of course, uh, if you uh, you know, as uh, you know, we we've got all the you know all the spiel we go through usually at the beginning of the show. Thank you uh, for to all our uh, donatrons, people who donate to the um, to the podcast on our Patreon and PayPal. Uh, everyone, uh, you know, if you'd like to, if you are not a donation, would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. It's because of all the support that we were able to get the funds to actually finance uh, doing this exclusive cover. So thank you to everyone uh, who supported us. And uh, yeah, check that out. Um, we've also got our uh, uh, Toy Hacks uh, code, our, ten, our 15% off. Everything at toyhacks.com. If you want to buy any labels for your Transformers stickers, uh, Transformers toys, and you get stickers for your toys, just use our code TFMPOD09. That's TFMPOD09. And you get 50% off all your orders at toyhacks.com. So, uh, you know, check that out. And uh, we, of course, at the end of every show, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. Those are the folks who continue to support the show at our highest level. So thank you once again to John 4X11 Good and Demon Tech 82. We really appreciate that support. And uh, again, I uh, want to say thank you to EJ Sue for, for coming on the show. We really appreciate having you on. And uh, that will do it for this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. And, uh, you know, be sure to check out Transformers number one coming October 4th. Of course, uh, as I said, you can order our exclusive comic on our website. Again, transmissionspodcast.com slash comic. And uh, check that out. So thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Bye.